Broadcasting from their dining room table in Long Beach, California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Hey, Dad. Huh? Hey, Dad. I can't hear you. Huh? <laughs> I can't hear you with this racket. Am I rocking out too loud? Oh. So, I love this. That's old DBT. I know. Uh-huh. Yay. I mean, I know. I just have heard this song a lot. Mm-hmm. You've, For, seen, you've seen them in concert. I have. No, mm-hmm. I haven't. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Oh, I have. Yeah, that's why I said that. Okay. Uh-huh. How you doing, boo? Boo, I'm good. How are you? What's going on? Well, listen, I was just letting you finish your song. Just rocking out. Rocking out. Little little Sunday morning rock out. Man, if I woke up on a Sunday morning and you were listening to like Lady Gaga's new single, mm. I would be the happiest woman in the United States of America. That's all it would take? I mean, I'll listen to it. No, but I want you to like I want you to be genuinely excited about it mm. and talk about it often. Therein lies the problem. <laughs> So no, I don't. I don't dislike her. I got no problem with her. Just you know, not my cup of tea. But I, yeah. I appreciate what she does. No, and I like when you rock out. I just think you know. Sometimes I just I just need to go back to my big big gay gym mm-hmm. where there's just pop music playing and. That's the problem. You haven't been to your big gay gym in a while. I haven't, and I need to, but I can't not because just I'm dying. Your, not just for your fitness, but for your for your mental mental fitness. What do you mean? Why do you say that? Well, you Why do you said, say that I'm mentally on You just said Ill? you, you want to listen to all your... You don't get a lot of pop hits Yeah, I don't get a here. lot of pop hits in here. I'm more, I more. I get more of a like, hey, we're at a barbecue for too long music here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is barbecue music. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. like, okay, we've listened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dave got his... He got to play his stuff. Yeah. He to play my songs. You, like, you like this one here? Oh, no. This one here is oh, pretty. No. Oh, no. Okay, here we go. What's this? This is Sinkhole. Listen to this riff. This, this is the heaviest guitar riff that's not in a rock and roll song. Are you, do you know that as a fact? Uh-huh. You know that as a Listen fact. Listen to that. It's gnarly. It's right here. That's pretty bad. Yeah, I like that. And then stop. And then stop right here. Yeah, you could stop right about here, Before and then that's enough singing. of the song. Yeah. yeah, you don't you don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wake up and it's like babies are dying in cages. Welcome to the party, everybody. Drink a PBR. You know, <laughs> I've never played that song. <laughs> that is a song you have played. That is not a. That song. is how I hear all your songs. <laughs> that's what you hear. That's how it after it gets filtered through your silly brain. <laughs> the cotton candy machine of <laughs> magic. Boo, how you doing? I am splendid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I just feeling good. It's just, a good day. 
Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful day here in Long Beach, California. Oh my gosh, it's awesome. Charlie's chewing on a bone. Oh man. The cats are chilling. Well, we're all getting, we're, we're reacclimating mm-hmm. because we had guests. Yes, we had guests this we had week. Guests. Yeah, we had a we had another slumber party. We did with uh, with both nephews this time. Teenage boys. Teenage boys. Hard to entertain. Four, fifth, fifteen, and, and eighteen. 18. Yeah, <laughs> I am the worst aunt ever. I'm always <laughs> like thirteen, twelve. I don't know. One of those. How old are you now, boy? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You had your nephews over, Jack terrifying. and David. Terrifying. Um, it why, why is it terrifying? Me. I don't like to host. Yeah. I mean, I think I like to host, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like to host. I don't know. I got nervous. I went to Walmart and I manic bought a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, you bought an uh, <laughs> inflatable chair for no reason. Yeah, I thought they'd like that. Mm-hmm. First, I was like, cool, come to Aunt Katie's and it'll be like a cool lounge. Because if I know teenagers, <laughs> they love inflatable furniture. Well, and here's the worst part. It's an inflatable chair, mm-hmm. but it says, no, you can't put it in the pool. <laughs> so it's not even like a pool toy that's like fun. <laughs> it's like, no, this is just for furniture. <laughs> What's the point of it then? It's to sit outside the pool, like around the pool. I think so. To sit outside and look neat. Like maybe it's a photo op. Hmm. It wasn't a good purchase. Yeah. And then I also got us a cooler that we don't need. Yeah, you bought a disposable cooler for yeah. no reason. But hey, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I put some, you know, some pork products in there. Or, and I got you a rice cooker. You got me a rice cooker. I'm very excited about that. But it's in the bedroom. So now I'm thinking you don't really care about it. Or no, like, I just didn't know where to put it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> stick it in the bedroom. No, we have limited uh, counter and cabinet space, oh, so do. I got to figure out where to stash it. But no, I've been wanting a uh, another rice cooker. I had one a few years ago, and uh, I lost it in a move, or I gave it to a buddy or something. But uh, that's guess, yeah. That's one of my uh, that's one of my weaknesses as a chef. I will admit, you got to know your strengths and weaknesses. I can't do rice. I always mess up rice. Because I mean, I don't notice. I think your rice is great. Rice is very temperamental. Okay. You got to get the rice to water ratio correct. You, you know, you got to leave it covered for a certain amount of time, and then you uncover it and you fluff it with a fork, and then you make sure the heat's not too hot because you're going to burn it. But I always screw up rice. But I think now, you would be fine if you just had rice. Like mm-hmm. all you do is rice, mm-hmm. but you have it's not ever just rice with you. It's like yeah. rice and then I'm not a, a gumbo goulash. <laughs> Extravaganza that I'm smoking into a casserole. You're right. I should just eat more only rice. Yeah. Just a well, bowl. we have 19 bags. So, yeah, please. <laughs> I, do, I do have a lot of rice. <laughs> you hoarded rice and beans yeah. forever. Had, had my grits this morning. I'm feeling good. <gasps> so good, Homemade those grits. grits. Yeah. You made grits. Oh, yeah, you made such a beautiful spread for oh, yeah. boys. Yeah, for your, for your nephews, I, uh, I smoked three pork shoulders. Big ones. Three big pork and shoulders. And that means butts, you guys. If you, kn- <laughs> I didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't know that pork. <laughs> I don't know why they call it a butt, but it's not the butt of the pig. It's the shoulder of the pig. But sometimes it's sometimes it's referred to as pork shoulder. Sometimes a pork butt. Sometimes a Boston butt. Sometimes a butt roast. Why? Why say it? Why not know. just use one name? I don't know. It's almost like Jim and Van Morrison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, we were halfway into uh, the movie The Doors. Which the I've never seen. Oliver Stone film about the band The Doors. Which is a great character pick that Val Kilmer played perfectly. And yeah. much like your music, I could I could have watched three minutes and then I'd be uh, like, okay. You want to hear some poetry? Ugh. But we were halfway through the movie before you realized that Van Morrison and Jim Morrison were not the same person. Okay. In my defense. Mm-hmm. 
they have the same last name. Also, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I could see how you would miss. That no. always gets me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Van Morrison and Jim Morrison. Now, this has been a very... I remember this happening. Okay, I was like 22, uh-huh. and I was hanging out with my really cool actress friend. Her name was Liz. Mm-hmm. She actually passed away. <laughs> Super depressing. Uh-oh. Anyway, um, but she's great. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. But she had like really cool East Coast friends. What is this? It's Van Morrison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just thought, okay. Anyway, so she had a musician friend, mm-hmm. and they were at a hotel where Jim Morrison stayed. Okay. And wrote on the walls and stuff, and uh-huh. it looked like a fucking crazy place. And me and Liz went to visit, and then I was like, I want to leave. I don't get it. But, and so Jim Morrison, mm-hmm. and then I, in that moment when I was going with Liz to that weird hotel, I was like, in my head, I remember being like, oh, Jim and Van Moore, like, I just, I didn't want to ask the question. Mm-hmm. So for years, mm-hmm. I thought it was the same person. Mm-hmm. And they kind of sound similar. I mean, like, it's, look. <laughs> you ever heard Brown-Eyed Girl? Yeah. You, 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 thought, you thought that was Jim Morrison? <laughs> okay, here's what I thought. <laughs> you know how, like, Paul McCartney, or what's the guy that I'm like, okay, give it up already? Paul McCartney. Paul, yeah. You don't like Paul McCartney. Okay, it's not like I don't like it. Um, I don't want to get a bunch of angry people at mm-hmm. me. Here's the thing. It's just like, give it up. You're yeah. 100 million years old. You're a Beatle. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of post-Beatles Paul McCartney. Oh. Wings was a little... I mean, they had a few good songs. And then and nobody cares about solo down. Beatles. Put it down. Except for maybe George Harrison. I'll, I'll listen to his solo stuff. Here's what he needs to be doing. He needs to be living in the Hollywood Hills, mm-hmm. making jewelry on Etsy, just enjoying <laughs> his retirement years. He doesn't need to be on The Tonight Show. He doesn't need to be, like, all over the place. Uh-huh. What is he promoting? Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, let's not get into that because yeah. I got a lot of opinions <laughs> on him. But... I think with Jim and Van, I thought, okay, here's here's what I really, really thought. Uh-huh. Jim Morrison, uh-huh. young, right? Well, cool yeah. guy. Uh-huh. I thought that was his younger years. Yeah, he's perpetually young because he died at 27. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know, but whatever. Anyway, so I thought young Jim Morrison <laughs> grew up, uh-huh. changed his name to Van, uh-huh. and was more happy. Like, it's like he went, he was really dark and sad. And Why would 20s. he do that? Why would he change his name? Because maybe his publicist was like, look, you're sad, dude. So you thought that was a more logical explanation than the fact that maybe there's just two different dudes with the same last name? (laughs) Yeah. I never asked the question to Liz. I told you we were on our way. Mm -hmm. I had the moment of like, should I ask? Mm -hmm. Is Jim and Van? But I didn't want to go there because I I felt like it was a stupid question. Mm -hmm. So I just never asked it. Well, <laughs> well, we got to the bottom of that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, what else going on with you, Boo? Oh you man, feeling good? Feeling good. Had a good week. Oh, it was well. It was stressful. Yeah, what was it stressful this week? Well, I love my nephew so mm-hmm. much. I do. <laughs> there is no butt coming. I. Love them. I just am so nervous. I want them to be having the greatest time in uh-huh. their life, humanly possible. So my expectations for the sleepover was uh-huh. like, it's going to be amazing, and there's going to be fireworks of joy and fun, and they're going to tell me how wonderful I am. And it was just like, thanks. Yeah, it's hard to get a gauge on Good. what a teenage boy is thinking. 
<laughs> you know, because they they, or at least your your nephews, they play it close to the vest. They do, and they're they're the nicest and sweetest kids ever. Mm-hmm. And I I catch and they, I'm not saying anything bad, but like I just wish it was like. I wish I got the accolades uh-huh. I'm used to from you because yeah. I had to trade you early on yeah. to give me all the gold stars. Yeah, you need those gold stars. Give me gold stars. Uh-huh. Tell me I did good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Teenage boys don't hand out gold stars. They don't care. They're just like. They go to the bathroom a lot. Yeah. What's that about? No idea. You guys in bathrooms. I don't understand. Like, bathrooms are weird. One of them pissed all over the seat. <laughs> gotta, gotta leave it how you found it, teenage boys. Leave it how you found it. <laughs> All right. Did, how did you? Oh, because you just did you sit down? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't sit down to pee. No, no, I I have eyeballs, <laughs> and because see, part of not pissing on the seat is is lining it up and paying attention to what you're doing. And when I when I look down, it's look like well, you have like a whole system that's like complicated. Like, what if he just needed to go real quick and then just pee all over the seat? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I should overlook that. <laughs> no, but what is... Uh, do your nephews listen to this show? I don't think so. I don't want to embarrass them. No, they don't care. They love us. Why? Right? Why, why <laughs> Tell so many, me. <laughs> why, why so many bathroom trips, you think? I don't know. I don't I know. mean, one of them was here last week and, and like 10 times. Maybe it's their time to like just regroup. Like, go in there and be like, okay, this thing is so fucking awful. <laughs> they are the worst people in the whole world. Okay, He's okay. in there splashing water on his face. Yeah, like, get look, in there. Look it in the mirror. Be happy. She looks happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. Pooping? Nah. Fast poops? Nah. I'm good at the fast poop. Fast poop. <laughs> fast poop. I don't know. The worst you, movie ever. You don't think they're like. I don't know. We shouldn't talk about that. Does that, that happen? Do, did you do that as a young boy? No. You don't uh, want to talk. Yeah, we Dave should. was an advanced yeah. sexual being. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I was a late bloomer. Oh, that's uh, that's one of the things. And uh, me and my family got in a fight about, you know. Your was, sexual was progress? The, uh, the fact that I talked about losing my virginity on the Boogie Monster. Oh. I can't believe you tell everybody that. Well, I'm still a Who virgin. gives a shit? That's right. We're waiting. We're waiting for marriage. <laughs> Gotta wear that white dress. You're very old virtuous. <laughs> oh, God. What a couple of idiots oh, we are. We really are. But I don't know. The The bathroom to me is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I take two seconds. I take two seconds. You, you take like an hour and eight. I think. I'm thorough. Yeah. I take. Why is that a sense of pride? I take two seconds. <laughs> I go in there. I take a dump. I don't even wipe my ass. I'm in and out in two seconds. <laughs> I just hit a button. And it falls out, and then I go on about my it's day. It's the best. Uh, why? What am I gonna do in there? White walls. It's just boring. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take my phone in there. Yeah. It's gross. You don't have to. Who said take your phone? You take your phone. In Sometimes there. I take my phone. See, in there. that's mm-hmm. that's like you know. Remember, and this is forty with Paul Rudd mm-hmm. when he was like escaping his family mm-hmm. because he was playing on his phone mm-hmm. in the bathroom. That's what I feel like the bathroom is for guys, yeah. like an escape. Is no. that what it is? No. Anything it might be. It's okay if it is. My escape, escape is housewives. From what? I don't know. Your life right now? No, I'm, I'm I like my to... life. I'm <laughs> no, good. No, I know. I know, but it's a long time no, in the I, bathroom. No, I get that if like, you live in a house with eight other people. I get that, all right, this is the only 
privacy I get, so I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna milk it and stay a little extra. But no, just I'm, I'm <laughs> thorough. We gotta find something okay, more interesting I'm sorry, to talk about. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, but I just am interested in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I feel you know what? It's, I never got the bathroom etiquette memo. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, front to back. That's how you wipe. Uh, we don't. But, have to. Oh. Kyle and I went into this a few weeks ago. <laughs> way too thorough and way too much no. detail. I mean, I need to. I wish I'd Google back then so I could Google. Okay, what's the bathroom thing? Okay, what what are the questions? What, what's the mystery? <laughs> what are you having trouble with? Well, I feel like people have a system, uh-huh. and my system is just not as concrete as most people's system mm-hmm. to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, I don't think you need to worry about comparing your system with other people's systems. No, I feel like there's do a secret works. system somewhere. Uh, do what works. Anyway, there's got to be a blueprint. System's going to change <laughs> as soon as I get this bidet hooked up. That's oh going to that's going to change up our system. You have a bidet. Yeah, I bought a bidet. So I'm very excited about that. That's been in that box for yeah, a while. Just got to find my monkey wrench. So you're such a tool man. I'm very excited. What are you, Tim the Tool Man Taylor? <laughs> I never watched that show. You never watched Home Improvement? I, I'm aware of it, but I never. That guy. Ugh. You mean Tim so Allen? Un, so unfunny. Rough, rough, oh, rough, hey, rough, man, rough, rough. Men do this and women do that. Holy shit! That works for us. I'm a man. That that was big in the '80s and '90s. Yeah. The whole men do this and women do that. Well, holy shit! You're telling me they're different. Well, and it was Pamela Anderson. That idiot she made a was whole career girl. off of that. Yeah, boy, she was a, what a what a wasted talent that was. I miss her. Did she die? No, I'm oh. just saying the fact that she's no like longer she's in dead. show business. Oh, she's probably. I mean, around. her career's dead. But. I think she's hanging out with Kid Rock somewhere, maybe on a boat. Probably. That, that'd be really cute. <laughs> well, Boo, you had a big big week this week. Yeah, I tried. Speaking of trying to make things better, mm-hmm. we had your. Amazing dad. Mm-hmm. His anniversary was this week. Yeah, Wednesday was his. Uh, the, is it a? Is it an anniversary? I guess it is when when they. Yeah. Pass. Well, people ask. I I say that a lot because mm-hmm. now I'm down two lead female characters in my life. Mm-hmm. Not that it's contest, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of. Like, Both your sister and your mother are dead. Yep, gone mm-hmm. down in the dirt. Yeah. No, they they're in a <laughs> they're in a file cabinet, in Newport Beach, some, oh. somewhere. Anyway. Um, no, but when you say anniversary, mm-hmm. it is weird because you're like, oh, wait, is it their birthday or their death day? Yeah. That's a weird I mean, anniversary. Technically, it's it their death day. needs to be rebranded. Mm-hmm. Death. Well, anyway, yeah. boo, I really fucked up on your dad's day. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and apologize. It wasn't my best. That's okay. It, we had a drive, you guys. <laughs> It was supposed to be a nice, relaxing cruise down the coast. I feel like that's the only thing really we can do now under COVID, under quarantine, is uh, you know to get out of the house is just go for a nice drive. Yeah, and, and you know don't get out anywhere, don't go into a restaurant or anything. But just I don't see any harm in you know hopping in the car and taking a nice drive. And where we live, <laughs> we're right on the coast. Yep, we're literally uh, three tenths of a mile from the ocean, so that's cool. But so if we go want to go south. We can go down the coast, or we can go north. We can go up the coast. And uh, you like going north. I like going north over to uh, Pedro and, and uh, Palos Verdes and up that way. Pacifica Palisades. Yeah, that's a different place. Um, and then okay, so guys, the drive up north is a bit of a haul, mm-hmm. and here's why: there's bridges. Yeah, you got to get there's like you got to get out of Long Beach. Ferry yeah, and 
I don't know, no, helicopter. <laughs> and it's just a lot of turns and twists. And every time I go, it's beautiful, yes, but I get sick. Yeah. Now, here's what I did wrong on Wednesday. I made, I made my beautiful fiance's dad's death day about myself because I was like, I don't want to go up there. Like, I'll get sick. We can do anything you want except do that. <laughs> oh, okay. So I guess now. There's only two directions we can go from here. We well, can go north or we can go south. there's other drives we could have done. We could have done other drives. But look, we're I'm gonna not going to dr- go take, inland. Take the, take the freeway to Orange County? I don't oh, know. what a beautiful drive. No, we're right here by the coast. We gotta If we're going to go for a leisurely drive, you got to go along the coast, either down the coast or up the coast. Now, here's the thing. It would have been perfect if there was no traffic. Yeah. It would have been, I would have been saved. If it would, no traffic, I would have been, my selfishness would have been rewarded. It would have been cool. But man, was there traffic. I hate that drive going south. Just, I mean, it's a pretty drive, but you get stuck in Newport Beach. I like You Newport get stuck Beach. in Laguna Beach. <laughs> my basic bitchness is you, coming out. You get stuck in Huntington Beach. Well, I hate Huntington. Sorry, guys. Whoever's in Huntington, run. No, it's pretty, but God, the people. Mm -hmm. Um, Just way too much traffic. (laughs) There's a lot of traffic. And then north. Oh, wait, wait. Which way did you want to go? I wanted to go north. Oh, you wanted to go north. But you said I couldn't do that. I didn't. Okay, here's the thing. (laughs) I don't remember saying that. I remember my head was, okay, I got real freaked out because I wanted you to have a great day, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really... I blew my wad of planning and partying with when Jack slept over. <laughs> so I was just kind of, I was almost party hungover. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to make your day so special. Mm-hmm. And I, I had these so many ideas, and then I didn't do them. So that was awful. <laughs> and then I wanted you to, like, do what you needed to do. But on my mom death day, I just... I took the reins, and I was like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and I'll come back. Mm-hmm. And then you, you're you all like, I want to hang out with you. I know. And <laughs> I got this weird hang-up. <laughs> I want to spend time with my fiancé. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, and I, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal, because in my head, I'm like, all right, well, we're driving on the beach either way, so this way I don't get throw-up sick. Mm-hmm. Every time we go the other way. Throw up sick. Dramamine. I know, and I should have taken Dramamine. I should have taken it like a champ. Or I should have said, hey, why don't you go on a drive? I'm going to go ahead and make it clean here and make it a great thing. Instead, I codependently kind of just shrugged and went with you and then ruined your entire drive that took three hours. You didn't ruin it. It just, you know. It was silent a lot, you guys. Well, it was just so much traffic, and, and I was Dave just like, was oh, raging. this is not enjoyable <laughs> at all. And I was hungry. That's the thing. Nothing to eat except Del Taco. And I was gently trying to get you to eat something, and you were like, why am I being mean? And I'm like, no. I wasn't being mean. No, but I could tell you're, like, your mean is, you don't think that your mean is like, you're not mean. You're just quiet. What the fuck you talking about? It's like a quiet, (laughs) (laughs) like, inside I know. And then I I was so freaked out because I was like, I'm ruining his day. Oh, my God, this traffic. Mm -hmm. And then we finally pulled over and you got Del Taco. Mm -hmm. Although it wasn't bad. Uh, Here's a tip. Uh, Just stay home. Don't sleep on the Del Taco cheeseburger. Hmm. Now, traditionally, I'm not a fan of straying from whatever the restaurant specialty is. You think Del Taco, you think Mexican food, right? Well, yeah. it's really Americanized 
I mean, Mexican. Taco Bell's my go-to Mexican Ooh. food. I'd but rather we'll, eat. A, we won't get into I'd that. I'd rather scrape a dead possum up off the street okay. and eat that's it than true. eat a Taco that's Bell. That's not true. You wouldn't. That's no, not I, a true I, thing. I, it might be true. I, I can figure out how to make that tasty <laughs> more so than Taco Bell. But uh, Del Taco, I don't mind, and I, I realize that they're probably the exact same thing. Probably you know the same ingredients coming from the same factory farm, but for some reason Taco Bell just seems. Well, they did that. There was a story that broke like 20 years ago that they were using like grade E meat. That's fine. The, the same grade E or grade <laughs> D. It was literally the same grade uh, of of meat that they use in dog food. I'm not saying they use dog food, but the meat was the same caliber. Well, and I so just I was think like, you no need more to that. talk to somebody about that because mm-hmm. here's the thing. All fast food. Yeah, of course. It's going to be It's all grade garbage. E. It's all garbage. But I just think something happened to you when mm-hmm. you were little mm-hmm. that <laughs> I think there's a backstory about Taco mm-hmm. Bell that I don't know about because the hatred you have for it is so, I mean, it's you know. It's absolute garbage. I, 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 I like got it a few. But you fast food. It's not like you don't like. Well, I don't like, there's, I don't like Jack in the Box. I won't eat. Again, the only fast food I like. A staple in my diet. I'll eat Wendy's. And then, you know, in and out the, the premium fast food. We don't even connect on fast food. <laughs> we don't connect. We, we don't, don't connect. connect on fast food. This is what we're going to talk about in therapy. Uh, he doesn't like Taco Bell or uh. Jack in the Box, and it bothers me. <laughs> but no, I, I had a good day, you know, other than the three-hour drive in traffic oh. that got me nowhere. And then Charlie was being an asshole. We took Charlie with us, and he didn't like the fucking drive either. So all of us were just like, just drive sucks. <laughs> And then we got well, back and well, it's it was a weird tiring. day. It's a weird day, like, you know. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's like, all right, I'm going to commemorate, you know, my, my late father on the day of his death. So, but like, it's weird to um, put emphasis on a sad day. Yeah. Most, most days I you mark on that. the calendar, you know, it's somebody's birthday or it's our oh, wedding okay. anniversary or, you know, but to to have a day that's centered around sadness. And, 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 oh, that's so true. And, I never even thought of it that way. And not way. that it has to be sad. I wasn't necessarily overly sad that day. I was, I was a little more introspective. But, um, a little bit more mad. But, but um, no, it's, it's a day. It doesn't have to be sad. It can be a day of celebration. And, yeah. and I do try to you know, remember, you know, celebrate his life and remember his legacy. And, um, but it, it, it's just a weird thing thing to put on the calendar like all right wednesday we're Time gonna, day. We're gonna yeah. go do something <laughs> well i always found if i yeah that's such a wow boo you're blowing my mind yeah real deep no no really because i i guess i was just so used to death days like with mm-hmm. Susie Susie day was always sad so it was like my family and i were like cool all of march is gonna be sad because uh-huh. she died on easter and it kind of fluctuated whatever anyway but it's interesting because father's day was before your dad's. Two days before. Yeah, yeah, two days before. So I felt like that was a good day. Mm-hmm. But then when we, then on Wednesday, I just, I shot my what? I don't know. It's all right, I, 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 I effed up, okay? And I could say <laughs> it because I know I didn't do my best. And here's what I needed to do. I needed to say, boo, mm-hmm. you got to go on your drive by yourself because yeah. I got to do my stuff here because uh-huh. I, I had a plan. But then the drive, but I didn't want you to be alone. Guys, Listen. I'm uptight, okay? I'm uptight and I'm a psycho. No, but you, you're good at that, and you did do something. You, uh, Even though it was like three weeks in advance, you, you bought me a gift. <laughs> you did. bought me a gift to celebrate I my I knew I should have waited, though. I death. knew I should have waited on that gift, but then I got I so excited it. it came early. And then on Donde, hello, wad blown. And then I had to be like, uh, 
I remember the smoker? <laughs> that was kind of awesome. Yeah, you got me the Traeger grill. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. And, anyway. he, and, and that is incredibly appreciated. But even that's weird. Like, <laughs> you're such a gift giver. Like, you <laughs> love to give gifts. <laughs> I love gifts. So, so like, much. sorry about your dad. Here's a smoker. Here's a smoker. Uh, yeah. Like, no, it's not a normal thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to. Yeah, that's what Gavity, my friend, my dearest best friend mm-hmm. from college, who's known me the longest. And man. This is how much of an angel she is. She has known me since my early 20s mm-hmm. and still considers me a friend. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, why is I that, was a why nightmare. Is that I was a nightmare in my 20s. I was crying. You were a drunk goober. I was right? sad. You were a nightmare. Looking for my dreams. I don't know. Anyway, long story short, we were on the phone and she was like, um, you don't need to buy me a lot of things. I love you so much. And she's so kind. And she was just telling me that my friendship is enough. I don't need to go overboard with stuff because on her birthday I went on like a shopping spree online uh-huh. and it didn't all come together. It was like she was so excited because she got one gift and then she's like, oh my gosh, that was so nice. It was like a nice backpack or something because she's a teacher and I was like, yay, backpack. And then like 14 other things came separately to her house and she was like, oh, okay, very generous and yeah. thank you, but you, you can just call me or we could talk. Yeah. Well, it's like what you did with my family last Christmas. Oh, rough stuff. You bought so many gifts. <laughs> it was uncomfortable. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. And you were even trying to be like, this is going to be uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's not. It's normal. <laughs> See, my dysfunction is normal. <laughs> this is what I do. I check out until I buy people gifts. Um, but yeah. But uh, Gobbity's the one you were uh, having a FaceTime with yesterday. Oh, yeah. She has the cutest little girl in the world that's either three or seven. Unclear. You don't, you don't know how old the kid <laughs> no, is? No. She just graduated preschool. I do know. She's five, the, four. One of those. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mom. Yeah. But I'm a human, mm-hmm. so I should probably know. <laughs> but yeah, we were on, um, not a Zoom, we were on Face FaceTime, I think. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah, that's okay. I always just assume Zoom is yeah. the new thing. Well, it may or may not be, but, but what you, I said was FaceTime. You I need to work on my active listening. listening. Yeah, that's all right. It's okay, boo. <laughs> but we were FaceTiming, and I got to FaceTime with her, and she was showing me, by the way, uh, the the toy game in Little Kids World right Charlie, now. Charlie, Charlie, shut up. Uh, the toy game uh-huh. are like little robots, like really? AI robots. She showed me a unicorn. Mm-hmm. I shit you not. It was the most magical thing I've ever seen in my life. It blinked. It moved its hoof. Hmm. It was like a live freaking unicorn. Do you understand if I was little and that was around? That's cool. And then she showed me a bird that emulated a bird and spoke. Like you would speak something into the bird and it would say something back. Really? Yeah. And then she was like, the, uh, I, and then I said, oh, what's, what's the bird's name? And she said, Dexter. And so to keep the conversation going, I said, oh, the only Dexter I know is a Showtime serial killer. Mommy, what's a serial killer? <laughs> and then Gobbity, my dear friend, comes in the background and she's just shaking her head like, no. So to save it, I said, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I'm just kidding. He's a killer. And then I asked, well, do you know what a serial killer is? And she looked at me blankly and I was like, because it's when a guy takes a knife to cereal boxes. Mm. Boy, you really dug out of that hole, didn't you? I don't know how to connect with children. Yeah, they're weird. They're great, but they, you know, it's funny. I don't treat them like humans. Mm-hmm. You got to treat them like normal, I, I think. Mm-hmm. 
I don't really know. I don't know how to act around kids. You know, they love you. Kids love you weirdly. I don't know why. <laughs> no, what I'm sorry. Kids love? I'm, not, I'm never around kids. He's always around children, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> no, that's not so. No, our neighbor kids. Our neighbor, yeah. We got the, the neighbor upstairs neighbors. Uh, the those are the cutest kids I've ever seen. No, I know. One's three, one's five. They They're, um, I don't know, you're not supposed to speculate on people's ethnicity, but I know that, uh, I do know this. I, I know that their oh, grandmother is okay. Filipino, so okay. I'll, I'll leave it that. Whatever that means, and they are the cute like because their dad was telling me that his mom lived in the Philippines. And anyway, they're they're yeah, probably talks to people. They're probably Filipino or or some sort of. Um, oh, so you can't. I'm just digging a hole. Some sort of Asian people. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, but yes, no, and but, they are the cutest. and they are just absolutely the cute. <laughs> and they. Uh, they love talking to you through the window yeah, when they we ride their bikes. The they ride their bikes on the driveway right outside our window. And what did what did one of them say yesterday? Well, oh, he was oh the volcano. He goes, Katie, do you know about volcanoes? And I was like, <laughs> yes. Do you know about? Yes, vol- I do. Like, have you heard but, of this thing <laughs> called a volcano? I mean, but if we think about it, I don't know much. I know my little yeah, brain. Of I know like, what they are, but yeah, I could. <laughs> lava hurts. But I don't know much about volcanoes. But he always opens up my eyes in that yeah. way, like. The childlike question is mm-hmm. so incredibly deep well, you and can, poignant. You can tell in, in, in cases like that that maybe they just learned, like he just read a book or just saw a video about it, so he's, well, he's and wanting to, and, and think wanting about to share it, like, that knowledge. Oh, do you know about volcanoes? Like, oh, uh, fucking, yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? Like, he was basically <laughs> like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> it is. Some dogs are just wild. Oh, Charlie was going insane one day. He was barking, and I was like, sorry, guys. Charlie's little ass or something, of course, not children should mm-hmm. hear. And he looks at me just, and he stares up and says, some dogs are just wild. Some dogs are just and wild. I was like, you are absolutely correct. Some cut. dogs are just wild. Some really zen three-year-olds Yeah, he's here. very zen. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Oh, boy. But Ooh. yeah, good week. Good uh, week. Things are good. Not going to talk about politics today. No, we're not. Not going to mention that uh, Trump retweeted a video uh, where a guy's screaming white power. Remember when you said uh, you weren't Yeah, gonna... No, I said I'm not going to talk about that uh-huh. shit or the fact that uh, Putin is putting hits out on American soldiers and Trump knew about it. I'm not going to talk about any of that shit. Yeah, I think so, that's a good yeah, idea yeah. not to talk about uh, it because it really just shit. makes you angry. Yeah. And then everything takes a violent turn. <laughs> Help me, everybody. Violent turn. <laughs> What if you just started, <laughs> like, throwing your records? Uh, um, should we answer some uh, oh, voicemails? I would love to. Please. Uh, 562-548-2012, in that order. Uh, we appreciate all the calls that uh, have been coming in. And uh, here, while, while you're listening, listener, you know, let's, let's, let's take our relationship with the listeners a step further. Oh, I'm excited. Let's, let's get them digits. All right, take out your phones, listeners. If you're listening now, just go ahead, take out your phone. Take them out. And put our digits in your phone. Oh, my gosh, they're going to take our digits. 562-548-2012. And the Stonebergs or Dave and Katie or the Fuckface Twins or whatever you want to call us. This is fun. I haven't given anybody my number in like forever. Can I try? I want to do it. Yeah, lay down those digits. This is how I used to do it in Uh my early drinking years. Uh 562 what? Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. You better call you me. You call my phone you and I'll just me. save it. So do that, guys. Call my phone and Put save us it. in your phone. Why not, guys? That way you can call us at any time. It's yeah. uh, 24-7. 
Um, what have you said to just, a you know five year old yeah. that you regret? <laughs> no, nope, don't tell me that question. <laughs> um, for some of you guys that have called a long time ago, there was one or two episodes that we did and we aired the calls, and then uh, for whatever reason, I think one time I lost the file, another time we just decided not to release it because uh, I was in a bad mood. Uh, so anyway, if you called a long time ago uh, and you haven't heard your call on the show. Uh, that's because it uh, probably got sucked up into a couple of the lost episodes. Yeah, sorry, but, guys. Uh, Sometimes tra- that happens. I'll try to dig deeper into the vault. We need and try to go to, into the treasury. Try to find some of those old calls. Um, oh, and one one in particular. Yeah, this is what he used to say to me when we were first dating. <laughs> oh, it's weird because, like, all these calls. I want to <laughs> shout out to a guy who called a long time ago. Uh, give a shout out to my buddy David Grant, who I met in Pensacola. He called and left a message early on in the Stonebergs uh, show. Um, but David designed a rad T-shirt for me. Oh, my God. Um, it's like my stupid face with like on a Ouija board. Oh, and that's And it's really cool. rad. And, David, if you're listening, I want you to know. We, we struck up an, uh, an agreement. He, he just designed it and gave it to me. And I said, oh, man, I, I'm going to sell these, and uh, I'll split the profits with you. And I sent that design to my T-shirt guy who handles all the Boogie Monster merch and all my, my personal merch, and uh, fell through the cracks. Never heard back from him regarding that shirt. We've been in correspondence about other issues, oh, the T-shirt no. guy. So, David, if you're listening, I, I don't want you to think that I just uh, made a promise that I didn't keep. Like, yeah, thanks for the T-shirt. We'll split the profits. Now, beat it, nerd. Um, no, I did uh, I did try to be proactive about that, but it fell through the cracks for whatever reason my t-shirt guy well my t-shirt long story my t-shirt guy's in a band if there's can, always a t-shirt guy in a if you guys band. into punk rock <laughs> of course it's, there uh, is. it's Ryan from uh, off with their heads which yeah. is a, a great touring band and they had they gotten they had a bunch of tour trouble recently like I'm not oh, gonna go and just hit a hit a bunch of bumps on the road on tour like I, I don't feel bumps like we, oh, I, now I want to know why are you? I'll doing tell you this? off the okay. air. But I, I'm just saying oh, I don't I think that. I don't think Ryan wants me to divulge. Gotcha. I don't know if he's made it public, but anyway, my t-shirt guy's had a rough go of it with his band and his touring and stuff for the last few months. So David Grant, if you're listening, I uh, haven't forgot about that red t-shirt you made me, and I will do my best to try to uh, see if we can let that thing see the light of day at some point. What so. a great name, David Grant. David is. Grant, that's a, good, that's a good solid name. Yeah, it's like a hi, I'm David Grant. David I'm a Grant. cowboy. <laughs> I'm a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Let me figure out something here. Let's see. Uh, hmm. All right. Let's take some calls, shall we? Hell yeah. Should we get into it? Let's, yeah. Let's see what we got here. Hey, Katie. Dave. This is Miles calling from New Mexico. I heard somebody on uh, today's episode uh, imply that uh, Dave is not a patriot. I don't believe that to be true. I think that caller was mistaking uh, patriotism for nationalism. I'm a patriot. I love America, but at the same time, I know we're not perfect, and I want us to do better. And I feel like uh, maybe Dave feels the same way. Nationalism is more the, the thought and feeling that, oh, no, our our country, our place of origin can't do anything wrong. And, oh, no, we can do lots of things wrong. Anyways, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, Dave, I don't think you're a traitor. I, at least no more than I'm a traitor. Again, I am fully a patriot. I love America. I know we're not perfect, but I also know we can be better, and I'd like to see us be better. That's all I have to say today. No questions. 
if I had questions, it would likely be out cooking in a small apartment and stuff like that. Not ask Katie. Anyways, hey, thanks for listening. Goodbye. All right, Miles. Thanks for checking in, buddy. Um, yeah, look at that. Somebody coming to my side there. Um, oh, yeah, he's referring Miles. to, was it last week or the week before? I don't know, a couple weeks ago. Well, Somebody's well. telling me, uh, you know, if, I've, if I'm not a patriot, the opposite of patriot's a traitor. And uh, that's a good point there, Miles, about nationalism. Um, yeah, let me let me reiterate too. Like, I like America. I enjoy. I like American things. I love baseball. Oh, I love do, barbecue. Yeah. yeah. I love country music. Yeah. There's a lot about Americana that I love. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> that was our beautiful, cute neighbors. Yeah. Fighting. If you heard that bang, they uh, they body slam each other right up. Oh, the, the little, the brothers, not like, not like domestic <laughs> yeah, violence yeah, going not the, on not upstairs. The, not the mom and dad, <laughs> okay. the two kids. But anyway, uh, of course, there's a lot I love about America. I just, you know, I was talking about uh, like the blind loyalty and the patriotism of like, rah, 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 we're number one. Like, eh, look at how this country was founded. So there's a lot I disagree with there. Um, but yeah, national, nationalism is so fucking stupid. Yeah. The, I I was born here, dude. Like having pride in something that required no effort or achievement on your own. You simply your your mother was was yeah. here when she gave birth to you. Manifest destiny. Oh God, it's like Manifest a similar destiny. type. Hey, uh, I'm here. God wants you're us to, welcome. God wants us to genocide this uh, race of native peaceful natives. Anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> one thing I forgot to say during that original call is, you know what phrase I hate the fucking most? You know what just, and I know this is going to make me sound, you know, like a like a communist uh, antichrist. I fucking can't stand. God bless America. Okay, why is that? Well, you're you're combining God and America. Okay, and if you believe in God, that's fine. You know, if you're a Christian, that's fine. You know, hey, to each his own. But God bless America? How about God bless the world? Do you think God gives a flying fuck what country you're from or what color your skin is? No. You think God gives a shit about, um, like, America? No. God, if you believe in God, God, God bless the world. God bless yeah. everyone. But to, like, I don't know, to isolate like no, God. God bless us. That's a good God point. God bless. We get the benefit of God. What about us? Uh, like, what should we call it? Yuck! That, I don't know why that's always made my skin crawl. Just God bless America. Oh my gosh, it's so funny because I never even thought of it that way. But yeah, I just thought it's almost like the Pledge of Allegiance. It's like yeah, you just do, yeah, God bless America. We're uh-huh. all human beings. Yeah, it doesn't matter where the fuck you're from, what color your skin. In God's eyes, and in anybody's eyes, it should be. Oh, you're a human being. I'm a human being. What but up, th- human being? But this, oh, wait, 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 where are you from? You're not from America? Yeah. Well, take a seat there, buddy. We'll get to you in a minute. God blesses America. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ooh. Just something about combining those two things just has always been repulsive to me. Well, do other countries do? Like, God bless Mexico. God bless, I mean, who knows? And I get, I get being proud of where you're from. I'm I'm proud to be from the South, but it, it it's not a blind Pride. Pride. It's not just we're the best because I'm from here. That's the best because that's where I was born. No, like yeah, I, I get being proud of where you're from, but to imply that God should bless you and only, your people yeah. and only these people, like ugh, get the hell out of here. Ugh. Well, thanks, Miles. Yeah, so, <laughs> sorry, if I get gonna, worked up. God, turn it all around here. But uh, thank you, Miles. That was very 
kind. Yeah. I like your name. Um, fan of Miles Davis myself. Are you, are you a fan of Miles Davis? Yeah. The <laughs> What's your favorite <laughs> album from Miles Davis? <laughs> that one. You like that one? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Let me try to find another one here. Hold All on. right. Let's get one see. that doesn't get your blood sugar up. All right. Here's one. Okay. Katie Stone. Long time, first time. Well, by long time, I mean two hours ago. Um, anyway, on episode two, and I heard... Katie talked about her fixation about corn tortillas or flour tortillas with salt. That's the poor man's Mexican food. I grew up on that. We're very poor. Flour tortillas with butter and then salt. Amazing. Especially if they're homemade. Homemade with flour and salt. I mean, yeah, homemade flour with butter and salt. Have you tried, though, corn tortillas with a slice of avocado and then salt? Give that a shot if you have it, and then let me know. But um, great show so far, guys. Uh, I just finished, like, my seventh full playthrough of the Boogie Monster, and I'm loving it so far as well. So I'm going to add you to the rotation. Keep it up. I'm probably going to call a lot. I drive a lot. I work a lot. So you can hear a lot from me. Peace. Hell yeah, dude. Yay! Did he say he just finished... Finish the seventh go round of the Boogie Monster. I don't know. I thought he was on episode seven. Oh wait, like seventh, no, seventh go round rotation. Yeah. Whoa. That's sorry. Awesome. Sorry about that, dude. No, I get it. That's <laughs> me and the New York Housewives. I mean, oh, that's I that, get it. That poor guy spent a lot of time with me and dumb old Kyle. Um. Uh, but thank you, sincerely, thank you. Um, that is so true. It is. It's. I love that I'm not alone in this. Yeah. Flour tortillas. Okay. First of all. Thank you so much for thinking that I take the time and energy to cut a thing mm-hmm. and put it on, like an avocado. Like when you said, okay, have you tried this? It's like, oh, that was dinner. Like I remember when my mom made uh, green enchiladas, mm-hmm. which was just avocado and uh, mozzarella cheese mm-hmm. wrapped up in a corn tortilla. Uh, hopefully not mozzarella cheese. Whatever. What's that cheese that's like, like white? Monterey Jack. Yeah, Monterey or, Jack or cheese. Chihuahua <laughs> or... There's a, there's a lot of good Mexican cheeses, anyway, but mozzarella is not. But one. I remember, and then she would cook it in a big, huge casserole dish, and it was as if it was Thanksgiving dinner. Uh-huh. It was like the greatest thing ever, yeah. and I loved all tortillas. Mm-hmm. Oh, but no, I never did the um, avocado because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. So I would just do <laughs> like the microwave. That was a big step for me. Heating things yeah. up. That's a big get. That's why you eat so so poorly yeah. uh, when. Like you, you have no patience to prepare something. Yeah, when I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I'm gonna just grab this dried <laughs> pasta out of the box and shove it in my mouth. Yeah, I'm gonna I need grab the food a to eat now. I'm gonna grab a room temperature tortilla and shove it in my mouth. Like, and I keep telling you, like, you, even if you spent sixty seconds, in sixty seconds you can prepare certain things that are gonna be way better than the way you're doing them. Okay, well, here's my argument. Mm-hmm. I think you go a little, like, you're correct. Mm -hmm. I'm a trash can. (laughs) However, (laughs) when you prepare things, Uh you, like, put thought into it, and there's, like, a whole day, and you got to get a thing, and it's like, I need a pan, and I don't know. So then I associate, like, preparing food with, like, the way you do it, which is, like, you know, a Delicious. Whatever. Uh And, yeah, it is delicious, and thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But when I just need to put consume something in my body mm-hmm. so I don't rage mm-hmm. on Charlie. You know, why not take a piece of salmon out of there and just put it in your mouth? Mm-hmm. 
smoked salmon. You don't. Oh yeah. You're sorry. not quite there yet, where you're just eating raw <laughs> like salmon a bear. by the hand. Yeah. <laughs> like a grizzly bear got into the campground. No, but I love that. Yay! I'm so glad I'm not alone with the tortillas. And I am okay. You know what? My, th- that's my goal this week. I'm going to get an avocado. I'm going to slice it on a goddamn flour tortilla, and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to take time to prepare my food. I love avocados. I haven't reached the level of love where I can just cut it in half and eat it with a spoon. Oh, that's what I did growing up. Well, because I grew up on an avocado farm. There's something weird Spoiler about that. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I got awesome. to mix it with, you know, a corn chip or a tortilla or something. Like, I can't just eat straight avocado yet. I get it. Why, why is that? Because I like, it's like uh, eating just salsa. It's yeah. like eating, yeah. like, it, it's, it's for something. But avocado heads like myself, mm-hmm. we know, hey, this is a good fat. This is a good snack. Mm-hmm. Let me put some salt on it. For me, it's almost like a coat of salt, mm-hmm. as if it's a light jacket, and then you shove it in your mouth. Hmm. I should be a cook. <laughs> Can no. you imagine my restaurant? It's like dried pasta and just, cereal. <laughs> just a little. And red vines. The little single serving bowls of cereal. But I'm so glad I, I have a uh, tortilla brother. Hello. No, but see, right there, that's an example of just spending. A few extra seconds, and you can take something mediocre and make it good. Instead of just grabbing okay. a, a dry, flavorless corn tortilla out of the pack. <laughs> it's not flavorless. It's delicious in a microwave. Corn setting. corn tortillas are, are flour. No, I don't. T- I don't eat the corn. It's a flour. Okay, ones that's that are what delicious. I'm saying. Corn oh. tortillas aren't very flavor. The, the store bought ones. Yeah, you know. Um, but I'm saying, even with a corn tortilla, take one out, grab a little bitty frying pan. Throw a little bit of butter in there, melt that butter for 30 seconds, then throw the tortilla in there. See, this is off. Put a little salt, flip it, butter on the other side, a little salt, boom. Maybe maybe some of that Tijan, that, that Mexican spice oh, I love so just, much. Now you're like making me go do things, open boom. a drawer. This is literally 60 seconds. All right, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to walk you through it. Okay. All right. First um, thing actually, you do, it's I all about time. Oh, God. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Uh, pause. All right. You okay there, boo? I'm good. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> I really, I was, I was trying, you know, me and my active ADD mind. So uh-huh. I was really listening and compassionately yeah. listening like Dr. Gottman tells me to do. Uh-huh. And I just, I had to use the facilities. Yeah. Is everything all right? Oh, everything's great. It worked out great. Okay, good. Worked out great. Thank you. I even washed my hands. You even washed your hands. Who's a big girl? Me. You don't have to wash them if you pee. <laughs> we have a okay. I'm disgusted. Let's go to the next caller. <laughs> I was going to walk you through how to make your tortillas oh, better. Oh, we're still all right. Uh, sixty seconds. Sixty seconds. Listen to me. Okay, sixty all right, it's seconds. All about 59. the order of how you do things. All right. Walk into the kitchen. Grab that small silver frying pan that I have. That's about the size of a tortilla. You know which one I'm talking about? No. Oh, wait. The one from Target. Yeah, yeah, the cool stainless steel one. Okay, cool. All right, you grab that. You, first thing you do, you got to do these. Got to do these. Though. They're in the in, they're in the cabinet <laughs> okay. that has all the pots and pans. All right, got to do them in the right order. All right, first thing you do, you go in, you grab that. All right, you place it on the stove. You turn the eye on to about medium. All right, let that get let that get started. Then next thing you do, go to the fridge, grab a little bit of butter. Take your little sliver, throw that in there. All right, I got to stop you right here. Here's the here's where the thing... It, okay, there's never... There, butter's not easy to cut. 
uh, then I have to get a cutting board out because you don't like when I get butter out in a certain way. You, we had a butter conversation yeah, you, earlier. You this butchered week. a stick of butter, Lou. <laughs> we got the little, we got the little, the little cutting boards. Got the small ones for little jobs like that. All right, mm-hmm. grab the pan, throw it on the stove, turn the heat on, medium. Grab the butter, grab a little knife, grab the small cutting board, cut you off a little sliver of butter, throw it in there. It's getting hot. It's getting heated. By the time you go over to the cabinet and grab the tortilla, that butter's almost melted. Just throw the throw a tortilla in that little pool of butter for about 10 seconds, right? Flip it over. Get the other side buttered. A little salt on that side. A little salt on the other side. Boom. Less than 60 seconds, you've got a salted, buttered tortilla. 60 seconds. Much better than just the dry, right-out-of-the-bag, bland tortilla. There you go. That's all you got to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you suck. See, you weren't raised with a micro... 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 Here we go. <laughs> Focus. You got it. You got it, boo. Come on. Micro... Microwave oven. I wasn't raised with a microwave oven. Like, you... I feel like your mom did, like, normal cooking. Like, I... No, we, we, we had a lot of microwave stuff going on. Oh. I don't like microwaves, but... Okay, then never mind. My my argue my argument is mute. Literally, Pute. I'm not exaggerating. Everything mute. I just walked you through, you, could, you from start to finish, sixty seconds. Ugh. Okay, but here's my thing. Uh-huh. Go in there, get a paper towel, put the freaking thing on it, sprinkle some water on the flour tortilla, throw it in the microwave, wait about two twenty seconds, take it out. Pour some salt on there, roll it up into a weird ball, and shove it in my face while I'm watching Housewives. That took, like, what, 20 seconds? 40 extra seconds to have something really good as but opposed to something mediocre. Then you have to get mediocre. out a plate, and then I have to clean the knife, and then you have to have a butter situation. There's like a, see, mine was no mess, no muss, no fuss. <laughs> All right, what's going on there, Mr. and Mrs. Stoneberg? Uh, my name is Jay. Just a heads up real quick. This one might be a little bit of a long message as I've got one question for Dave, one for Katie, and I've got one thing for the both of you as well. Um, Dave, actually, I've met you in person before one other time in Florida. I gave you a cup of boiled peanuts and a gift card to a barbecue place. Uh, I'm a chef, so I've got something to say about the smoked dessert that Katie brought up, and I've actually got a recipe. But uh, here are my two questions. Uh, Dave, you seem like a pretty old school dude, um, pretty reserved to yourself. One thing about me is that I'm not really, I wouldn't say I'm like, you know, ruggedly handsome or anything, but I'm a soft seven, you know what I mean? I'm I'm not like lacking in the the looks department. And as such, I I don't find myself really like wanting for a lot of female attention which is something that I'm, I know a lot of people can't say. Um, but one thing about me is that I don't like <clears throat> casual sex, and I find myself sort of at odds with my peers because of that. Um, but it just it's not something I'm interested in. Uh, you know, what's your take on it? I want to hear you talk about it. And then, Katie, the way that Dave describes your eating patterns, it sounds like you do a little bit of binge eating from here, uh, from time to time here and there. Um I also do that same thing. I was wondering what things you might like to do in order to mitigate eating a lot at one time if you do that sort of thing, and if you don't, what other ways you might try to uh, deal with that problem. 
And then my recipe here, uh, I heard Katie bring up uh, smoked dessert. Uh, I've got a smoked blackberry cobbler. I think it would be great. Uh, I know Katie loves fruit. Um, everybody loves a good cobbler. You're going to basically use your smoker like an oven with low smoke because the pastry, it's a little bit more delicate than like a cut of meat. Um, take yourself two cups of AP flour, one cup of melted butter, and one cup of sugar. Mix that together with a little bit of cinnamon if you want to. Uh, crumble it all together until it's homogenous, and you're going to break that up over top of two cups of blackberries, a half cup of sugar, and one cup of cream. Don't got to cook it. Throw it all in a baking dish. Uh, top it with that flour mixture I just talked about. You're going to bake it at 375 or 350, whatever your smoker can go to for uh, till it's golden brown and crispy. You're going to do it on low smoke. I like to do it with applewood and uh, maybe like a hung one, one or two chunks of hickory in there, too, if you're feeling frisky. Uh, but, yeah, that's about it. Serve it with some vanilla ice cream. Um, all right. Bye. Ooh, that sounds good. Thanks, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Wow. That's a uh, soft seven, Jay, there. Oh, my gosh, soft seven. That um, was so great. I am so excited. That sounds Cobbler. good. Cobbler. Yeah. Cobbler. This it, this is amazing. I'm more of a blueberry guy than a blackberry guy, uh, although I'm, I'm not not above trying this blackberry, but I want to take everything he said and incorporate it to uh, blueberry cobbler. Well, I'm going to use, I'm going to do my own with blackberries mm. because blackberries are the greatest thing. In fact, I had, oh, nope, I ate it last night. I ate a whole box of blackberries last yeah, night. Yeah, you go through blackberries, <laughs> boysenberries, and raspberries. Yeah. Big fan. Big berry um, girl. Um, that so, sounds great. Oh. Smoked cobbler. It sounds like, I think we've had something like that, Boo, like with the um, mini. The little uh, cat, mini cast iron skillet. Yeah, the mini cast iron Where skillet. And that? it was at that butcher place, I think. Remember? Uh, shoot. A Kushan or Oh, in New Orleans. Yeah. Kushan. I think. Did we have like a crazy yeah, dessert there? Yeah, they had like a fancy schmancy pant thing. Oh. But now I'm so excited because I'm going to buy, here's my thing, I'm going to get a mini cast iron. Yeah. Those are so cute. And what are you going to do with that? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, with the cop, I'm going to make the cobbler. You're not going to make the cobbler. I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to do it. No, you'll see. It'll be made of tortillas <laughs> in a microwave. I'll make the cobbler. I'm the man. I make the cobbler around here. Oh, my gosh. That sounds um, amazing. Those smoke. Gosh, you guys. Yeah, it sounds good. And uh, you're binge eating. What's what's up? <laughs> that sounds weird. This is not so horrible. Katie, we need to talk I about know, your binge eating. To. Okay, so when I get into the mode, uh, yeah, here's what I do. Jay, listen up. Here's what you got to do. You got to drink water mm-hmm. all all day. Okay. That's what all the starlets do to that, stay slim, that everybody. suppresses your appetite? Oh, yeah. Just got to drink. You have to drink one gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds crazy. It's true, though, because it fills you up. Now, I was so excited because I'm like, water a day? I drink like a million soda waters. But here's the thing. Soda water actually makes me more hungry. When I just drink flat water, man, I'm stuffed. Wonder why. I don't know the science, boo, mm-hmm. but it's a thing that I've experienced. Okay. Soda water makes you hungry. Yeah, and burp. Yeah, which we've had our, you, you know, talks about that. <laughs> we had a lot of talks this week, guys. Anyway, so yeah, but uh, so drink a lot of water. Okay, but then if you're in that mode of like, I want to eat everything, mm-hmm. go, Jay, and get yourself a needlepoint kit. Now I know, or like a cross stitch kit. Mm-hmm. Now take that cross stitch kit and eat it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, just start doing some cross stitch because right now, here's what's happening. It's like got to do with the binge eating. 
Well, you have to replace uh-huh. what you're doing. Oh. So don't, so instead of binge eating, like a bunch of like, oh my gosh, I'm just sitting on the couch and I'm eating a bunch of Doritos. I'm going to, gonna. oh, I'm hungry. I want to binge eat. So now I'm going to go ahead and take my trusty cross stitch uh-huh. and use my hands. And then your mind gets all tricked. Hmm. That's what I do. And then usually that doesn't work. But so. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, listen, I'm with you, Jay. But mm-hmm. that's what, well, here's the thing. You have to do something with your hands. Now, <laughs> I don't, that sounds so gross. <laughs> do something, jerk off. I don't know. No, I, mm-hmm. I don't really. I mean, that's what I did mm-hmm. to stop the, the munchies. But jerk then, off? Yeah. Oh. But also, <laughs> when I would be binge eating, I had to replace it with crafting. Uh-huh. Remember when I was really into crafting? Does that work, though? It did. I mean, I get, like, maybe to stop smoking, maybe, but I'm saying, I can't. Or I, replace what you binge with good stuff. <laughs> I think that's more realistic. Okay, that's, that's I, what I do, too. My point is, I can't see arts and crafts <laughs> scratching the same itch that, you know, hunger provides. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because your brain works normal. Um, you know, Dave has a normal brain. What I tried to do normal. when I when I back when I was giving a shit about my health and diet, uh, which I got to get back into that mode. But um, I fruit was my dessert, like watermelon That's and pine true. pineapple, dude. Especially if you've been eating well. Well, like yeah, and if, he's a chef, so you need to like give him like. If day you to haven't, if if you get off the sugar and the carbs for a little while, or the processed foods, oh. if you if you haven't had you know uh, pie or cake or candy bars or, or, or baked goods in a while, pineapple is like crack. It's very good. It is so sweet and so juicy and so satisfying. Now, it, I'm not saying pineapple. You know, right next to a piece of key lime pie is going to be any good. But my point is, if you if you've been off that stuff for a while, if you've been off the shitty sweets for a while, dude, pineapple, watermelon, mango, oh boy. Well, these are all really good um, fruits. Well, because some fruits totally high in sugar, and you might as well just eat a cobbler cake. But like, I um, I downloaded no big deal, mm-hmm. an app entitled Noom, which uses cognitive behavioral tactics to dieting mm-hmm. anyway basically mind tricks okay. so you don't so you don't uh noom noom n-o-o-m okay um but anyway so i downloaded that and one of the nice little tips it told me was um heavier food like the weight of food so instead of a fried egg do a hard-boiled egg mm. and that will make you more full or instead of um, you know, a fruit that's really like a dried mango, mm-hmm. do grapes or something because that's heavier and that has more water in it. Interesting. Watermelon and the same thing. And that will make you more full. Ah. So look up like Noom. <laughs> I'm the worst advice giver. But that really did, that stuck with me because I'm like, oh yeah, it makes sense. If it's a heavier, denser thing, mm. it's better for you. Yeah, that makes sense. Like a brick. Okay. Eat a brick. Eat a brick. Um, and I'll answer Jay's first question here. Um, what do you say? He's not. He wasn't into. He's never been into casual sex. Well, he's a, um, no. Listen, Jay's a looker. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's seven. A looker, and he isn't into. All of his peers are into casual sex. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a bunch of douchebags. 
Or they're just sexually free. I don't know. Yeah. I don't mean to judge. I'm yeah. sorry. They're sex positive. You can't, oh, can't judge anybody God. now. Sex positive. I um, no, I get that. what you're saying. Here's the thing, all right? I think as, as American dudes, <laughs> we are, uh, whether intentionally or unintentionally, um, these expectations are put upon you. When you're, when you're a young boy and you're coming up through your teen years and your late teens and early 20s, there's just this weird expectation of, like, go out and get all the puss you can. Yeah. Get out there and bang the puss, Dave. This was, this was the talk my grandfather gave me. Uh, <laughs> when I was in Georgia, we banged puss. Uh, no, but what I mean is, and, and yeah, I was a red-blooded heterosexual male. Like, I, I get the urges and desires, especially when you're teens and 20s. You know, you got so much testosterone and, and uh, piss and vinegar running through your blood that... Uh, it's hard not to think about that kind of stuff. But for some reason, and nobody really taught me this. This isn't my dad and I never really had too many talks about this. But for some reason, I learned early on that, uh, yeah, yeah, I'd like, I'd like to have some sex. But the pursuit, um, a lot of times it seemed more trouble than it was worth. I've never been a big... One night stand. I've never been. Let's go to the club and get some pussy. I've never been that guy. Just like when that's the the objective for the evening, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get laid. I've never been that guy. Now you go out for other reasons, socialize, going to shows, doing whatever, and then you meet somebody and things happen. Who? That's, that's when? <laughs> How? Why? But for <laughs> for that to be the night's objective, I'm yeah. gonna go out and get laid. It just always seemed more trouble than it's worth. Because it's well, as, as a young man, I, I think a part of my reluctance was I don't want to get anybody pregnant. That was definitely Ooh. that was definitely motivation. Oh yeah, I mean, of, lady, same. It was like, oh goddamn. And and, and I know this sounds like such a uh, not a traditional male point of view, but and not that I had not that I held on to my virginity and I, I was I had some virtuous uh, angle. But it really did, like, when <laughs> sleeping with somebody, it, how can I explain this? It just, um, I know this sounds lame. I know this sounds, like, oh, overly virtuous. It. But it's like. Let's go there. I didn't want to just let anybody into my circle. Okay. I understand what you're saying. I think it is a different mindset for a lot of people, and not just men. Like, women go out sometimes and it's like, you know what? I look hot. I want to like get laid tonight Mm -hmm. and that is it. And that's going to be the fun game. And usually it doesn't end up and it's really weird and Mm -hmm. something else happens. But like, if that is the goal, that's how some people look at it. Like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is what I do on Saturday. And I'm not saying that's wrong. That's just not what I wanted. Right. But that's yes. And I understand the longing for something more Mm -hmm. and whatever, but I, here's the thing. There is, Fun to that, but then there's also, <laughs> said the big old horde. <laughs> no, but I mean, I get that. And absolutely, like, I was raised in the Christian church, so it was like, you you, ha- you bed with your husband mm-hmm. and that is it. And, you know, and it's like, well, you're right. It is a notch on the bedpost and it is a memory. But then again, it could be a really great story mm-hmm. and it could be an experience that led you to something different and weird or, you know, as long as you're safe. I love how I'm just really coming in here and I don't know why. <laughs> but I, I guess the other side of it, like I understand your virtuous point of view, mm-hmm. but also you like yourself Well, and, it, and you have like esteem. <laughs> and, and 
don't mistake it. It had nothing to do with necessarily virtue. Like it, it, it had nothing to do with like I'm precious and I'm saving myself for the right person. And it wasn't even. I grew up in a Christian house, but it wasn't even the Christian influence. It was simply just. It just seemed like a lot of effort for a little payoff. And I'm going to be crass here, but like fellas, you can always go home and jack off. <laughs> I'm, you know what I mean? I'm saying like. Yeah. There's no repercussions to that. And it just, I never had the energy to just chase gals. Like, I just, it just, and plus, going back to even, like, my cop experience, so much trouble came from people trying to get laid. Maybe that's a bad choice of words there. Um, but, but what I mean is, I saw so many people get into trouble, and the root of it was somebody was trying to get laid. Mm. Whether it be... Domestic violence, somebody's cheating on somebody, or guys at the club getting in fist fights because they had eyes on the same girl. Like, just so much trouble. I've seen so many men get into so much trouble uh, chasing the pursuit of sex. And it just never, ah, it just never really meant that much to me. Like, of course I want to get laid. Of course mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, I'm a dude. But I think some guys, they're so hungry for that that it, 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 it severely impairs their judgment. Well, that's well, that's the over forty guys. That's mm-hmm. what I was telling you about. Like that happens, and then all of a sudden they're forty, mm-hmm. and they're weird. Mm-hmm. They're effing weird. Well, they haven't worked on themselves, and they're alone, and they're like, "Oh, you're so through this," and it's like, "Uh oh, now my ding dong doesn't work, and I'm alone." And I think you need and and to contradict what I was saying, I think you need a little bit of that. I think you need to get a little bit of that promiscuity out of your system yeah because you also don't want to be the guy or the gal who gets married at 21 and then one day you wake up and you're 45 and, and you, you realize oh i've only had sex with one other person my whole life and now i can't help but be curious i, I think that gets guys into trouble too I th- oh and ladies are you and, kidding mm-hmm. well there's a lot of uh the christian college i went to um Oof. And the only the, all, the saving grace of that place was Gobbity for sure. She was a no big deal, but my best friend's a professor, so suck on that, nerds. I don't know why I'm, but uh, ladies in Christian college, mm-hmm. the girls that wanted to like get boyfriends and stuff, they would save their virginity by doing the other, other stuff, yeah, other stuff, and that other stuff is so much worse and horrible. But then. The girls that would save themselves and had the walk with God mm-hmm. and all that shit, uh, they quickly, a lot of them, about 10% are still together, but like divorce happens after mm-hmm. Christian college, like four years later, because you're married at 21 and then your brain isn't even fully developed and you're a different person after 25. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. 25, your brain stops developing. Mm-hmm. So post 25, that's when you start, like, that's why there's like that quarter life crisis. Your brain is completely like, okay, ah, what am I doing? This is so scary. What am I, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's, it's a, uh, it's a lot of work to get to know yourself and mm-hmm. it's a lot of work to be alone at times. It could be really great other times. And I know for guys it's different. Cause I know like, well, Mr. Lone Wolf Stone over here. Like, mm-hmm. I, I liked being in a relationship. I liked the company. Mm-hmm. I liked having that. I don't know. I think my life was just always so inconsistent that I was like, okay, at least this. At least I have, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think it's interesting because there is – I'm not judging at all because I I can't and I won't. And 
sex is I'm weird about sex because of uh not weird like hey but uh no because in Christianity there's that back of my head of mm-hmm. like no you have to be with one person and I remember when I had sex for the first time I was like oh my god I'm not I'm not a virgin anymore and now no one's gonna want me and I'm disgusting and I'm hideous and I'm a hag and it's like oh no that's I, I just wish there was something in the middle well also who it's nobody's business right. who's gonna know unless you tell them that's true but you know it's like I don't know, in really traditional families, it's like, are you wearing white and mm-hmm. virtuous? And, oh, I'm just going to have to wear, like, hot red, like, not even <laughs> hot pink, like, hot, like, I don't know. But I understand, and I, I love, and Jay, guess what? You are not alone. There are so many guys and girls like you that are, like, e ugh, Tinder and stuff mm-hmm. and whatever, and you just have to find your people. And I, I know it's so cheesy and lame, but once you're in a place, I think where you're like, hey, I like myself. I don't need anybody. That's when you usually meet your person. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with me. Yeah. And, uh, and now look at us. <laughs> Giving advice to Jay. No, but really, I, I, and I really applaud you, Jay, because like, it is easy to just kind of numb that side of you and mm-hmm. be like, all right, sex, whatever. But then, like anything, if you do it a lot with other people and random hookups or whatever, it gets not special. Yeah. You know, it's not like a, it is a real, like if you think about it, it's such a really intense emotional thing mm-hmm. that it is like a precious little gift. Well, and that's something that you rarely hear dudes talking about because, yeah. like I said, we're, you know, kind of groomed to be, go out and get yours, you know? And, um, man, I don't know where it came from, but it just hit me early on of like, man, like, be careful. Like, it's not. <laughs> It's just sometimes it's just not worth it. Well, and ladies too. And and here's the thing: when you when you do, and I don't know the exact science of this, but I do know that when a girl sleeps with a guy, the girl we have these annoying ass fucking hormones that I mm-hmm. wish I could take out of myself because we do get connected. Mm-hmm. We do are where there's something chemically that happens, mm-hmm. and it's like fuck those. Ah. So that's why. And you guys don't have that. Yeah, you don't. It's just like all right, next. And that's why there's this weird divide. So if if we ladies know that, it's like, okay, well, is this guy? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, usually they all kind of blow. <laughs> I mean, they do. They're so boring. Well, I mean, the, I only love gay men and you, but. Well, that's my other point is it's so I boring. never had the patience or energy to sit around all night at a bar or a club and buy some random lady drinks who I have no other connection with other than you're hot and I kind of want to bang you. But, like, to just sit and listen to somebody I'm not interested in, just to, to, to play that game, to pretend that I'm into you and I'm listening and I care about... Like, if it's sincere and you make a sincere connection, that's fine. And whatever, oh, what, whatever see, comes from that. I was good at that, though. I, I was hate, good no. at being listening. I liked listening and no. learning about somebody. I did. And then no. when I would usually find out that they were horrid, I would tune out and then just get more drunk. No, but if there's an organic connection, that's fine. But just these guys that just, I'm going to put in three hours buying this gal drinks and listening to her stories. And if I'm not, when there's nothing other than a physical attraction, I just don't have the energy. I'm just not going to do that. Do you know, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, and I'm being 100% honest, do you know that I have never bought a lady a drink? You know, you have. You bought me I I bought you a drink. Someone I'm dating, 
or whatever. Oh. But I've never bought. Oh, put it this way: I've never bought a stranger a drink. Hey, lady, who I just met forty-five seconds ago, let me buy you a drink. No, fuck that. I've never done it because I'm just not interested in playing that game. There is well, there's a whole book about it. It's entitled The Game, uh-huh. and I've given it a little gander because I want to know what's going on behind enemy lines and it is it's very much like kind of make fun of her kind of you know what i mean like buy a drink but then make her you know it's just this shitty little the tom cruise character in magnolia yeah the fact that anybody would go to read a book or go to a seminar on how to get laid like and again maybe i'm being judgmental like it's hard it may be hard to meet it's hard to and this isn't a humble brag but like i've never had trouble getting girlfriends or I, I, I get it if you know I get it if you're a soft three and you've never had gotten attention from the ladies and maybe then there that's what's fueling your urge and your drive. But for me it was always like I I'm just I don't have the energy or the patience to play the stupid game. If I'm single right now, you know, maybe I'll 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 date somebody soon and that'll take care of itself eventually. But just that pursuit, that blind pursuit of I got to get laid, I got to get laid, I got to get laid, that's exhausting. And ugh, all the negative shit that could possibly come from that, unwanted pregnancies or STDs or even just now I've got somebody in my life forever. There's a, for a forever connection with this woman who maybe I didn't hardly know and maybe is a train wreck. But because I wanted to get laid, now I've got this connection with a psychopath what do you mean (laughs) (sighs) i don't know if i articulated my point no you did and jay i think here's the thing we're all so different and we're all incredibly lonely right now too with the covid and the quarantining and the you know what i mean like this is just such a weird time but i the best advice i know to give is I I wrote a list, a broad list, not super specific, mm-hmm. but like this is my deal breakers and this is what I really think would be good for me. And that actually gave me hope and that made me not want to have casual sex because it was like, ew, why would I even, mm-hmm. you're not even on the list of things that I need. Mm-hmm. Like the, I need this in somebody and I don't want this. And then you stalk your prey. That's what I did with you. I stacked you. You ever make out in a bar? Shut up. That's a great line. <laughs> Everyone should use that. Uh, no. You lured Do me you in. Do you want to? <laughs> yeah, I was eh, awkward. It's uh, all right. But, Jay, I'm going to definitely smoke some tortillas. No, that's not what he... That's another call. I think that was him. No, yeah, I think that was him. Guys, thanks so much for the calls. <laughs> Thank you, this guys. This is the Stonebergs. Uh, let me throw out a word of mouth this week. Uh, my good buddy, comedian Chris Fairbanks, has got a new comedy special coming out. I think it's out now. Oh if you don't gosh. know Chris Fairbanks, holy shit, what a funny little weirdo. Buckle up. He is hilarious. <laughs> He's so funny. Fairbanks, F-A-I-R-B-A-N-K-S, Chris Fairbanks. Uh, his new special, it's on a website called Weirnarly.com, uh, W-E-R-E-N-A-R-L-Y, Weirnarly, uh, without the uh, apostrophe in weir. Uh, Weirnarly.com has his new special called Rescue Cactus, and you can go directly to that website, and you can just uh, buy it or rent it, either one, just like you would off of uh, iTunes or anywhere else. Um, 
you know, I don't know the distribution story there with that website, but that's where it's at. It's not, uh, it's not on Prime yet or, or Apple or anything, but go to weirnarly.com, uh, Chris Fairbanks, Rescue Cactus. Um, yeah, there's, there's some clicks right there, some oh, links. Man. Click to so Click to buy or rent available he's now. He's got a mustache now. Dude, Things are happening. He's so damn funny. Um, and he's just, he's one of the, uh, he's got such a unique style. He's one of those guys who's funny and it's, it, it appears completely effortless. Oh, yeah. Like, just, like, he's not, I don't know how to describe it, but just, he's just, the funny just flows out of him without That's him true. even breaking a sweat. Just, he's a funny, I'll, I'll say one of his old jokes, I, I'm not going to spoil any of his new jokes, but uh, a thing he did on Conan years ago, <laughs> just this level of, I love, like, really well done stupid. Yeah. I love stupid jokes that are also, like, Oh, that's ridiculously stupid, but that's also very good. Uh, he's like, hey, I went to the doctor last week just for shits and giggles. Uh, I figured if they're both happening at the same time, something must be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not just a one-liner guy, although he does have brilliant one-liners, but it's not all just bang, 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 set up punch. Um, just just great stuff. So, yeah, word of mouth. Chris Fairbanks, go to we'renarly.com, W-E-R-E-N-A-R-L-Y, uh, we'renarly.com, and get Chris Fairbanks' Rescue Cactus. That is my word of mouth this week. Uh, Boo, where can we find you on Instagram? KT Low Stramberg at Instagram. Or wait, no, at <laughs> KT Low Stramberg. Oh. That's okay, Boo. I'll, I'll post it yeah. somewhere. Follow Katie on Instagram. I'll, just does, follow me. She does good stories. I tag Dave a lot in a lot of uh-huh. pictures. So just go to his pictures of him. Yeah. <laughs> find me there. <laughs> Because that's how I'm getting, I'm going to be an influencer, god damn it. And my, my Instagram's not as, uh, not as interesting. It's just barbecue and cats. That's all, the only no, thing. No, but it's, 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 there's, something, there's something sweet about it. Yeah. You know? I'm not a big selfie guy. I don't, I don't. You don't like, I don't, no, I, don't I can't even take pictures guy. of you. I just. No one believes you exist. I'm not like, there's, <laughs> There are people in my life that think that this is just me doing two voices <laughs> and that you don't exist. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, hang in there. Um, the, COVID, yeah. the COVID spiking again. So please wear a mask. Just, just wear a mask. It, Why not? I got a sequin one just, that's coming. I'm excited about. Just wear a mask or else uh, something that stupid could drive a wedge between you and your family. What? What? Anyway, or alcohol. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Love you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at The Stonebergs Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at The Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening. There's a lot of memories that I've buried and then they end up surfacing later. It's like part of life. Like you forget about things and then they come up quite vividly. And something came up pretty vividly and now I know I'll never forget it. Uh, I was like 12. And my parents walked in on me while masturbating. And yeah, I'll never forget it now, you know, me laying in bed, looking up, suddenly there were my parents in the doorway. 
like I said, they were masturbating. Oh, Lord, yeah. Okay, thank you. 